It's no surprise that updating the electricity grid today will make for a better tomorrow. Increased self-sufficiency is just one of the benefits. The Great Grid upgrade will also boost the economy and create new green jobs. And best of all, you can continue doing the things you love, like watching the latest epic nature documentary or listening to this podcast while caring for the planet too. Find out more at nationalgrid.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It takes a lot of hard work to make it look easy. This Mother's Day, Duluth Trading Co. can help you give her something that keeps up. Whether you prefer to shop online or in-store, Duluth has a motherload of gear, goods, and gifts to keep her comfortable and capable, no matter what needs doing. With Duluth's problem-solving details and legendary durability to boot, you'll finally be mom's favorite again. Check out DuluthTrading.com for all your Mother's Day gifting needs. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another adventure in the countryside with the BBC Country Farm magazine podcast. My name is Fergus Collins and I'm the editor of the magazine. In this episode, I'm taking you to my favourite place for wildlife in England and one of the best places for spring and summer nature in the whole of the UK. It's called Martin Down and it straddles the borders of Wiltshire, Hampshire and Dorset and it's an utterly magical place. Listen on for the glorious sounds of an English summer and an extremely special and unusual wildlife encounter. I'm really excited. I've arrived at the Holy of Holies for me, which is Martin Down National Nature Reserve in all sort of on the Hampshire Wiltshire Dorset border and being serenaded by skylarks. There's a blackbird too. It's, um, it's my favourite place in England to see wildlife and haven't been for quite a few years. Um, it's a wonderful stretch of chalk downland with lots of scrubby hawthorns and other trees here. Um, and... So it's largely chalk downland, uh, and it starts relatively flat, but kind of wild and scrubby, and it goes on for oh, three or four hundred hectares, and rises up to a hill in the distance, which is covered in the hawthorns. Now it's it's, a, it's mid-June now, and it's been one of the wettest Junes I can ever remember. 
So I'm here um, and I'm hoping it's going to be it's going to be productive. I'm here. It's evening at the moment. It's about eight o'clock. I've just driven down from Bristol through fields of poppies across the downs of Wessex. And uh, well, I had to come. I had to come. I really wanted to make a podcast about Martin Down because it's one of the most special places. Uh, it's famous for its well, famous for its orchids, famous for its adders, famous for its butterflies. It's supposed to have fantastic butterflies. Um, there are some rare birds here. I think nightingales sing sometimes. But the best bird that I know here is the turtle dove. It's one of the best places in southern England to find a turtle dove. And just watch the skylark go overhead. Now, the rain is just easing, but it has rained for about four or five days solid, and the forecast isn't great. thought I could hear a corn bunting. There, it's corn bunting. It's like a It's kind of almost insect-like. Go a bit closer to it. It's a super rare bird now. That's Skylark. probably hear another one. So really I'm just doing a bit of a recce tonight. I have a giant chocolate bar with me and um, water, that's all. And uh, now the interesting about, about lots of great things about Martin, Martin Down. Um, there's a huge, oh there we go. I think there's a corn bunting just out in the field to my left. So what I can see now, <laughs> there's a cuckoo. It's going to be one of the latest cuckoos of the year. Martin Down's very good for cuckoos too. Let's see if we can get a bit closer. That'd be that's a great. I'm walking through drizzle. That was a corn bunting. I'll try and get close to this really insistent cuckoo. Very spectacularly. There, that's corn bunting. When I came, I came in, um, first came here in 2006. And I cycled from Salisbury and I had a day walking around here and I was blown away. Within 10 seconds of parking my bicycle, a cookie flew down and I knew it was going to be brilliant. I can see this skylark, he's just sort of keeping pace with me. So now it's getting a bit more open. There are millions of anthills, um, lots and lots and lots of buttercups here. And lots, and this is a place where my wildflower knowledge is completely put to the sword.
little stone chat. Well, I'm glad. I temp oh, there goes corn bunting. So ant hills throughout the grassland. There goes the corn bunting. There's so much going on here, even though it's raining. Afraid you can hear the road, the A354. There's a lovely stone chat. Two of them. Stone chat. The chat of pebbles knocking together. So different wildlife again to previous podcasts. That cuckoo is just constant. Ah, I can see a hare running through the grass. Now along one side of Martin Down runs this enormous great earthwork, the Bokerley Dyke, Bokerley Dyke. Um, more on that later. Uh, but again, it's an Iron Age. Uh, it's a possibly Iron Age, possibly later, possibly um, Saxon or um, post-Roman. If you listen to one of the earlier podcasts, there was lots of discussion about earthworks and the countryside and what they mean. It's a defensive ditch or a border between kingdoms. I'm going to try and find, get close to this cuckoo. It's quite dusky, even though it should be light for another hour or two so I can't go too far into Martindown uh, getting closer to that cuckoo so my mission will be to try and find a turtle dove and record its purring song now turtle doves and corn buntings there's a yellow hammer Lion yellow hammers, all farmland birds which have suffered terrible declines. There we go, yellow hammer, little bit of bread and no cheese. Um, been awful, awful, I mean catastrophic declines. But they're still in places like Martin Down. This is one of the best places to find lowland farmland birds. Cuckoos, turtle doves, corn buntings, yellow hammers, white throats, birds of open landscape scrub. Around the car park, there are these enormous thistles. I have to look up what they are. I've taken some photos. Ah, uh, there goes a cu cuckoo, I think. Yes, a cuckoo just flying past me. It looks. Looks so yes, he's calling. He's cuckooing in flight. That is actually the first cuckoo I've seen this year. Now, one of the interesting there's lots of fungi around. After all the dryness and sudden rain, there's going to be fungi. This is why Martin Down is so special. Just the thronging wildlife. So, elder is in flower now. It's the only real tree blossom, tree flower left. Uh, the hawthorn is gone now unless you've got some very tall, northerly facing um, hills in the Brecon Beacons where you still see hawthorn in flower. There's clover and horseshoe vetch along the side of I'm walking along 
clearly a sort of tractor path. There's tracks, but it's not too rutted. And um, there's something which I think is Lady's Bed Straw. Spikes of yellow flowers. Yeah, I think that's Lady's Bed Straw, which I think was used in some medieval times to freshen the ladies' chambers. Or so the folklore goes. Now, there's one big earthwork here, which can't miss. Which is a thumping great lump. Almost sort of div divides the down. And it's, um, I think it was erected during one of the wars as a, as a sort of rifle butt. So there's nothing... I'm going to climb to the top of it. This is a good spot for orchids. And good spot for um, just surveying the landscape. There are delicate flowers all through the grass. This is, this is what grassland used to look like. Thronging with flowers as well as the grasses. Herbs. This is what attracts you know, so, many, uh, so many insects. And of course, once you have the insects, you've got the birds. Fizzing of corn buntings everywhere. Getting quite wet, but there's brighter skies to the to the west. So I'm gonna see if I can get on top of this. It must be thirty feet high, twenty feet high, twenty-five feet high. And it's quite regular. There's a path going up to the top of it. Hello, corn bunting. So I'm going to cut through the grass now. Uh, so here we have some wild oregano, marjoram type stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Little moths flying through the grass. Something just leapt in the grass here. I'm right at the top of the rifle butt hump. It's great long earthwork, and there are lots of very obviously modern earthworks here, all part of the military firing range, really, from the First Second World War. But on top here, I can see just lovely little orchids here, not spotted orchids, hundreds of them all through the grass. Uh, I'm sure I'll be able to look them up they're very very easily but also the, the fine mown sort of rabbit mown grass here is um, full of bird's foot trefoil which is another butterfly food plant loads of orchids just lovely stalks of them windy up here. There's wild thyme. Definitely recognise that. Hawkweeds, which are like dandelions, um, but they sort of single stem. Well, much more elegant than and loads of different uh, loads of different species. But... Ah, there's a deer. A deer just came. Just a roe deer. 
definitely one of them. It's in among the rifle parts. I can see it quite clearly. And I can see it's white bottom. It's, um, if it wasn't for the road noise, can't see a single house from here. Just lines of trees. It's like an old painting of England. Old tracks, scrubland, wild open downs, and rain, and a deer. <laughs> so it's lovely. I can see the Bokeley Dyke ahead. So this man, modern dyke sort of T-bones the Bokeley Dyke, which is much more wiggly-wobbly, but far more interesting. In terms, I mean, fair enough, this has got loads of orchids all over it. The Bokeley Dyke covered in uh, elder and all sorts of wild service tree I think which looks a bit like elder the hood's got to go up it's really coming down with rain I'm going to turn off for a bit so that sound is the sound of rain pattering on my hood my very good jacket um, but I'm looking at loads of there's a pyramid Pyramidal orchid or pyramidical orchid, mauve pyramid on top of a deep, long stem, and lots of these spotted orchids. You can tell that because they've got spots on their leaves, they're beautiful pale pink spikes, and there are hundreds of them here. Um, I've got the whole of Martin down to myself today. Another pyramidical orchid, pyramidal. I need to look these up. Um, it's desperately wet here. But there's a lovely sort of glowing, and a, and a sort of paler sky is coming. Um, there are so many beautiful flowers here. It's quite nice. The atmosphere is interesting. I'm a bit soggy, but there are, um, you know, I've got an entire nature reserve to myself, and the best nature reserve in, um, in Britain, I think. And the best nature reserve in southern England, I think. Certainly inland. Um, it's just it's easy walking. You're on the flat most of the time. But your eye is drawn to things all the time in the grass. Or in the sky or on the bushes. Yeah, I'm walking along a path beside the Bokerley Dyke. Which is a huge ditch. It's rivals, you know, it's, it's like the very best of the Wands Dyke. It's at least... From the bottom of the ditch, it's 30 foot high, 10 meters, 8 meters, something like that, uh, and it's really spectacular. And on, and so both sides provide different microclimates. So you get on the darker side, facing more north or east, there's more. Um, I can't tell. Oh, there are orchids on the other side. But there's loads of orchids on this western side, um, and there are clumps of yellow flowers that really look like St John's Wort, but a bit smaller. The rain is just easing off. In fact, there's almost sunshine. Late evening sunshine. There's a corn bunting right beside me. There's a corn bunting.
they're really dumpy birds. Yellow hammers and corn buntings. I can see the rain that's just swept over me is now sweeping towards Salisbury in the east. So I'm between, Martin Down is between Blandford and Salisbury. Serenaded by corn buntings on a wet Thursday in June. Actually, that's pretty good. I'm now standing atop the Bokerley Dyke. Um, you can hear a distant cuckoo, lots of skylarks, lots of um, corn buntings and yellow hammers. There are orchids, lots and lots and lots and lots of wonderful wildflowers. And I'm looking out. So behind me is Pentridge down and there's a wheat crop and it's absolutely sterile. In front of me, it's an open downland landscape. Uh, marvellously, this area was only ever lightly ploughed, and I think the hillside ahead was never ploughed. So you get chalk downland in its original state, just about, which means you get an incredible variety of wildflowers and herbs, which attracts loads and loads of butterflies, bees, lots of insects. And feeding on that are all these birds. It's a dark evening of glowering clouds. Uh, moving for a bit of wind at my back from the west. So the Bokley Dyke runs sort of north-south through the down along the edge of it. It's actually where I'm standing. I can see the, the whole length of it. It curls around the edge of the down. And beyond is rather boring farmland. But ahead is just life. Life, full of life. This is an evening serenade by a skylark 50 feet above my head. To the north, there's this band of exciting looking deciduous woodland. To the south the landscape rises and I think from the top of that hill you can see the new forest. To the east beyond the down I can see farmland stretching away to Salisbury. And to the west I can't really see because the, the, the land rises higher but it, it's, it's more towards Cranbourne Chase area of um, natural beauty. I love the word Cranbourne Chase. I love the phrase Cranbourne Chase. And there are towns like Tollard Royal and Sixpenny Handley, Bower Chalk, Broad Chalk. So uh, this is a, as, a, as a special place in my heart as anywhere in, in England. And my trousers are so wet now because of uh, walking through long grass in the rain. These are my work trousers. I didn't change because I just wanted to get out here quickly. And now there's an incredible dust chorus of skylarks. 
one other person I can see in the distance walking across the down. The yellow hammer zhuzhing from the tree beside me. But I've just seen an Adonis blue butterfly. It was just clinging to a stem of a of a, gra- of a piece of grass, and they glow. They're glowing in the evening light, so they're not flying, obviously, because it's been raining. But I can spot them in the grass because they sort of glow in the dusk. Catches their silvery underside, the underwings, because their wings are folded. Um, it's rather, it's rather lovely because I thought I wouldn't see any. Adonis blue butterfly, really fantastic, beautiful blue butterfly. There it is in Adonis. So I'm gonna, I'm just. I can't go home. I'm just going to keep on walking. But just get a... The lark ascending. Who wouldn't be inspired to write a great piece of music listening to this? If you could write music. I can't. That is, I've never been here in the evening before. So now I've moved away from the road quite a bit. I'm walking along a very scrubby line of hawthorns and I'm on the south side of them. And there's lovely sort of wild marjoram here. And loads of these banded snails, like you often get them on the chalk, limestone and similar. Uh, there's vetch here, these little purple vetches. Um, but the snail's great. There's lovely patterned shells, great whirls, yellow, they can be yellow, creamy coloured with black whirls on them. And knapweeds are the other fabulous thing, just coming out, a bit early for them. Lovely thistle-like a great kind of crazy flower. Skylarks definitely don't want to go to bed yet. Something that looks like wild carrot. But those umbellifers are quite, I find quite tricky to distinguish. Great white bird flying low across the grass, quartering. It's a barn owl. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm going to keep very still. coming down the track towards me. It's literally flying at me. It's closer. It's about two feet from the ground. I cannot believe this. It's a barn owl coming right past me. It's so exciting. Here it comes. Here it comes. Right. It literally is right beside me. And it saw me and it flew off. Oh my god, it didn't see me because I was hiding behind a tree. I can still see it. It's not bothered by me. It's hunting across. That is, um... Sorry if I lost it there absolutely sensational. It was just flying along a track. I can still see it, but it's now a quarter of a mile away. It's flying along this little track. 
Wow. The best owl sighting I've ever had in my life. And I just happen to be recording. I'm just checking that I have recorded that. Um, so I'm just walking. It's quite dusky now. I can see lights on in the villages in the distance. Not many lights around. It's rather special here. But honeysuckle and dog rose clambering over these hawthorn hedges. And this is a pretty good hedge, I think, for where we, where I might see, uh, or hear, turtle doves. I don't think they sing at dusk. Oh, just, just dozens of plants which I just don't recognise. Uh, so some homework to be done. There's cuckoo spit all over the plants here. It's a little tiny larva of a, it's called a frog hopper, sort of bug really. Uh, and it's, uh, it creates this foam which protects it. And, uh, you know, there are cookies around. So people used to think it was, well, the folklore name is Cuckoo Spit. It's a little frog hopper. So when you peer, peer into the, or if you, if you remove the foam, which is a pretty mean thing to do, uh, there's a little green alien life form inside. It really is a proper alien as well. Big bug eyes. It's lovely and still now. No rain. Dusk on Martin Down. It's, it's beaten all my expectations. It always does, Martin Down. It always does, even in the rain. So that's it for this evening. I'm off to the pub. That was such a special evening. And if you've never been to Martindown, I urge you to plan a visit. It's particularly stunning from May to August. I went back the following morning and experienced a whole new cast of wildlife. And that will form a second Martindown podcast later this summer. But it won't be next week, as for the last podcast in this particular series of 12, I have a very, very special guest, comedian and actor Paul Whitehouse. He has a new series of Gone Fishing with Paul and Bob, um, Bob being Bob Mortimer, and it was a total, total joy talking to him. So that will make a really good finale to this current season. I hope you've enjoyed this series. Please let me know what you think by emailing me at editor at countryfile.com. It's always great to hear from listeners, whether you've got suggestions, criticisms or praise, we, we'd like to hear it. And for anything else about the British countryside, please do visit our website, countryfile.com. Thanks so much for listening and goodbye for now.